You're listening to another great podcast in the MyMac Podcasting Network. Guess Melissa, he just door. discovered it. And we miss fresh goo. Goo, 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 goo. Goo, goo, what happened to you? You smell like old socks from Mathra shoes. Just one thing to do: find the key, stop the monster, and clean up the zoo. And folks, welcome to Geekiest Show Ever, Episode Two Fifty Six. Mike has just discovered it. We'll let you all figure out what it is. We we had an interesting pre-show conversation, um, and I'm not going to go into details because there are. People that aren't even on the podcast that may be negatively impacted by that. So, uh, yeah. Maybe in the it's outtake. Pretty, it's a pretty bad sign when your spouse says, oh, dear Lord, I'm going to be the butt of a joke on your podcast, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, uh, poor Nate. He already knew that it was just not going to end well. <laughs> it was funny. Like, you know, when you're texting and you see the little dots, you know, come up that, that shows that they're going to send you a message. Like, I saw him. He sent it. And I was like, he was, I could just tell he was like, oh, shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Trying to correct it. Damn, yeah. you autocorrect. Yeah, autocorrect is not Nate's friend, is what I was <laughs> finding out. So, but anyway, folks, we've got what we hope is an exciting show for you this week because. Frankly, we were all sitting here picking our butts trying to figure out what to talk about. <laughs> Give them some of my topics sometimes. That's not a bad analogy. So No, it's it's not. And and you know, we really ought to we have to give tribute to to Mike because this morning Mike inspired all of us <laughs> with a wonderful, wonderful song that just fits so well into the show. Elisa, do you still have it queued up? Give me a second. It lubricated our, our thoughts. It did. It really... You, 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 you. <laughs> so, so Who's Mike... are they talking about? Hmm? Whose shoe are they talking about? I, we don't an know. An old shoe. An old Just shoe. Just an old shoe. We 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 don't know what inspired Mike, but he delved into his goo a bit deeper, and and found uh, his goo goal and found a video. Yeah, he about was goo googling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm I'm googling the goo, and I don't know if I'm blessed or cursed or a little of both, but because uh, you guys are putting stuff on there, I just thought, well, I need to throw something in, so I just decided I googled goo song. Well, I'll be dipped. There it is, <laughs> right there on YouTube. Yep. What's What's really funny is if you use the iMessage stickers and you do a search in the gifts for goo, there's quite a lot of goo-related gifts in there. Oh, yeah. It makes you wonder how people come up with those algorithms. Well, I'll put not a, the only ones. I, I'll put a link to the uh, oh, video in the show notes. So that you, I mean, we talk about Mike's goo problem and how he's always chucking his goo around so that we can... That everybody can enjoy Mike's goo as all of us do, but or well, that didn't come out right, did it? <laughs> no, that that sounds horribly <laughs> awkward and uncomfortable. And okay. I've never heard, I've never heard of this. It says it's from the sh- uh, the Clue Finders. What the heck's a Clue Finders? I told That's you, a- it's like Scooby Doo and the Magic Bus 
and the monkeys all got together and dropped acid. That's where so it's is this an actual show? 1998. Okay. Third grade adventure. The mist. Third grade adventure. <laughs> Third grade oh, adventure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm reading the description here. It's an educational oh, educational software aimed at children uh, 8 to 12. Yeah, it's kind of the goo age. Uh, the series was created by the learning company as a counterpart to their uh, Reader Rabbit series. Wow. Okay. That's, that's, that's an awkward transition. <laughs> I think I bounced. So uh, yeah, they have a clue. Apparently, they have and a they clue about it. the goo. Mm. <laughs> Goose clues. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I want to sit in that chair. <laughs> no, you oh, got boy. mail. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the uh, <laughs> uh, why is the stuck to the armchair? <laughs> Yeah, poor Mr. Rogers has to be turning over in his grave. <laughs> uh, we're sorry, Fred. Uh, anyway, we'll move on to the weather before this gets any messier. Uh, it has been uh, a bit warm here for my liking. It was 78, 79 here today, so I didn't even go out of the damn house. <laughs> I didn't leave the chair. I think... I. I lumped in the recliner with the ceiling fan on and the AC going full bore. And fortunately, though, the rest of the week it's going to drop down into the 60s, maybe the upper 50s. So it'll be some relief before the unbearable heat returns. So how about here? I had to put socks on. Oh, that's good. Why would you have to put socks on? (laughs) It was about 50. It was cold. It was cold, rained a little bit, supposed to be 77 tomorrow, and then dropped back down the rest of the week between 60s and 50s. We actually had a tornado warning in the western part of our county, which doesn't happen that often, but we did. I mean, I'm in the far eastern portion of the county, but it was in the western portion of the county I live in, up along the mountain itself. So, uh, interesting weather. And we had something that Got Kevin all hot and bothered, so he's making his own goo. Uh, I sent him a picture on Twitter. Um, we had gotten a little dusting of snow here. Thank goodness it was just a little dusting. Um, and it's mostly gone now. And they were saying, I think our weather forecast is changing. I was just checking it now. And, it, yeah, they were predicting snow tomorrow. But I think that's going to move to the east, I think, because Coddington County, which is the next county over from us, about uh, – the edge of the county is about 15 miles away. They're in a winter storm watch, and we're just over here going na 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 because we really don't want it. Um, but like I say, I think we've dodged a bullet in that one. But yeah, I so I sent a picture of the uh, to Kevin of the little dusting of snow that we had, and he goes, "Oh, lovely little darlings." And then I sent him a picture of a flamethrower. Um, <laughs> Kill those poor little innocent things. Innocent, my butt. <laughs> Wait a minute. Were we talking about the snow or what? <laughs> sure. Let's go with that one. <laughs> and, and Melissa, has your weather changed? Nope. <laughs> still, still fucking hot here. No, still actually, gooey. It, it's yeah. still gooey. Yeah, there it is. I don't, I, no, I think the, the goo actually evaporates and dries up and gets all cracked out here. <laughs> wow. I'm not even going to touch that picture that one. for you? Yeah, no. That's... <laughs> <laughs> and I think we're on our way to give Kevin another coronary again. No. 
Melissa killed Kevin. <laughs> it's okay. Mellow out. Mellow, mellow. Let's see, our coolest day this week is going to be tomorrow. 88 degrees. Everything else is in the fucking 90s. The next coolest day is going to be next Monday and Tuesday in the 80, and at 88. So, yeah. There you go. Well, that's yeah. miserable. Uh, <laughs> well, it, yeah. it actually is quite miserable because it's really windy around here. So we're actually doing what's called estivating. It's like kind of the opposite of hibernating. We stay in when it's hot. It's too hot to go anywhere. That's what I do. <laughs> when it's well, too hot, I stay in. There you go. Um, our, our weather for the rest of the week, once we get past tonight, and I think they're only saying up. I think we're down to a 50% chance of uh, rain tonight. The rest of the week looks uh, mostly sunny. Uh, high starting out at the beginning of the week, upper 50s, and then uh, getting up into the 70s by next weekend. So finally, my uh, um, my weather has come to uh, fruition, and, and Kevin can suffer now. We just switched seasons, so I suffer during the winter, and Kevin suffers during the summer. It's, 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 it's what you call a democracy. We're both suffering equally. I don't think so because I suffer from spring, summer, and end most of fall. So, <laughs> but anyway, so folks, this week I have something that I've brought up on the show before, and it had nothing to do with Mike's goo. The um, my passion has been uh, rekindled for uh, retro gaming, and as I think it was last summer, I, or maybe it was the summer, yeah, it was last spring, I guess. I went on a, a binge of buying retro gaming things, and I've continued that because over the last week, or let's put it this way, a couple weeks ago, I decided that I'm going to start a new collection because I need more shit in the house. You know, everybody needs more shit. You need shit. something to entertain yourself while you're hiding in from the heat. That, yeah, that's it. Thank you, Melissa. I'll write that down and tell my wife. <laughs> <laughs> but I've actually, gotten, yeah, I've actually got... Yeah, I've actually got... Oh, dear, Mike. <laughs> that was a poor spelling. Um, no, that was correct. Um, all the listeners going, what? Never mind. But uh, the we used to have a retro gaming store here in my area that, for some reason, we went down to visit right after New Year's, and the sign said, Happy New Year's, we're closed. And that's it. <laughs> oh, shit. It's that gone. Sucks. But I did do some searching, and I found another store uh, up in Hagerstown, Maryland, which isn't terribly far from me. And I've been up there twice now, and unfortunately I've spent a little more maybe than I should have. But I've been, I've decided to specialize in Game Boy and Nintendo handheld devices is what I'm collecting. So as of yesterday, I now have every model of Game Boy save one. I, I have bought... Oh. I have bought everything. I don't have the Game Boy Micro, and I will have that. Oh yes, I will. Because yesterday, and I'll show this. Display shelf going with. I'm going to, but I'll show this to the guys or the the crew here. I've got a, yep. an original Game Boy. Nice. Yep. That's what my kids had. And I've been playing. Does it look like that? And I've been playing Tetris on it, which is just <laughs> the killer game for it. Right. Yep. And, We've got that one. We've got. Uh, Tetris, Kirby's Dreamland, um, what's the uh, not Legend of Zelda, but um, one of those fantasy ones. Um, oh, oh, Final Fantasy, I think it was. Oh, Final Fantasy one, two, three, one, four. One probably, I think maybe two. 
uh, you know, it's on the original Game Boy. So, oh yeah, so um, it's probably the original, if I remember correctly. Yeah, probably the original, and I think maybe one other. But yeah, so we've got that one, and we actually get it out once in a while and play it. So, well, I remember when this one came out, and I had a hard time seeing it back then. But sitting upstairs in the bright sunlight yesterday, when I got home from the store, and needless to say, I had to buy multiple games, um, not just Tetris. But um, I could actually see it. I adjusted the contrast to about the middle setting, and I could see it really well. So I've played probably half a dozen games of Tetris on it, you know, since I got home at 3.30 or 4 o'clock yesterday afternoon. So, and I got a really good deal on it. It was only $29. So, I mean, it works perfectly. It's got, you know, it's got nothing wrong with it. Other than I think maybe the original owner had tried to write their name on it. It's a little little bit written on the back, but I can clean that off. But then also earlier in the week, I picked up the Game Boy Pocket Edition, mm. which mm. is smaller, but it's, it's basically the same device. It's smaller, but it has the black and white screen as opposed to the multi-shades of green, I guess is what you'd call the original Game Boy. Hmm. So I'm on quite the tear with this. I already have a Game Boy Color. I have a Game Boy Advance. I have a Game Boy Advance SP. So the only Game Boy I'm missing that was released in this country was is the Game Boy Micro. And the good thing about collecting these is they don't take up much space. I mean, I've got a small, a small um, stand, I guess, for lack of a better term, that's upstairs in our bedroom. And I'm just slowly filling it with Game Boy games and the systems that I'm buying. So, I mean, and the kids all love playing it. Matter of fact, uh, we have in the house, besides what I have bought, we have two other Game Boy Advance. We have another Game Boy Color. And we have two other Game Boy Colors. So we've got quite the uh, Game Boy collection going here. And game-wise, I've got probably 20 games, I guess, now. Maybe twenty five hmm. between between all of us. I bought I bought uh, Tiger Woods Golf for the Game Boy Advance yesterday. I got Tetris. I got a couple NASCAR games for the Game Boy Color. So I'm Do just you have a binder that you keep them all in. No, no, no. I just have them stacked nice and neat. You know, categorized mm-hmm. inside uh, this drawer inside the cabinet. I probably will get to that. I would really like to down here above my desk. Um, and get I'm a point- card catalog. No, no, I'm going to get a little shelf and get little display cases and put them up there so that Mm -hmm. I can look at them, but also take them out and play with them when I want to, because that's the one thing. I do still want to play with them. I don't want to just let them sit there for display purposes. I enjoy playing the games on them, Uh, because I was playing uh, Mario Kart on the Game Boy Advance last weekend. Yeah, it was last weekend. So, I mean, again... These screens aren't backlit, folks, if you've never seen these. And I can link to, uh, if you, uh, I'll, I'll give the listeners a tip. I've been on YouTube, a lot of the channels that I've been following are uh, retro gaming related. There's one called Metal Jesus Rocks. He's really good. He, it, well, he's really interesting. Mike, you you all would also enjoy him because he does music. He collects uh, vinyl uh oh vinyl stuff but most of his stuff is towards gaming and he mm-hmm. has a collection of about 5000 games i think right now wow does and he do he, gaming walkthroughs 
Demo he, do, he doesn't do walkthroughs, but he will do like 10 hidden gems for the Game Boy Advance, mm-hmm. games that you mm-hmm. may not have heard of that you may want to pick up if you see them, or 10 hidden gems for the PS4, or great games for the PS3 that you can get for under $10. You know, all this... And I mean, he he talks about every type of gaming system um, out there. Everything I've ever heard of, and some I have never... I don't remember the Jaguar system very well. I think it was Ari or something. I can't remember off the top of my head. It sounds right. But he has like Sega, mm-hmm. Wii, Wii U, you know, Switch, uh, all versions of the Xbox, PlayStation. And, and television? Do you remember yep. television? Yep, he does a television. That was my first gaming system. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He does an Play Atari. Baseball. He has the Atari, oh. you know, and all the Nintendo systems. From the NES, SNES, uh, N64, you know, everything. It's, How about the, it Coleco? Is it Coleco? Yeah, yeah Coleco wow. made the television. I was going to ask about that one. Yeah. Okay. I just pulled that out of my brain. Well, that's better than other places. Um, the, <laughs> uh, the, uh, the My first gaming system, and I still have it. I still have my Pong. Oh. Oh, Lord. Yeah. You remember that. It, Oh, yeah. Yeah. I guess if we're going to say the actual first, you know, it depends on how you uh, determine it. I, so I guess Game Boy would be my actual first gaming system that I can think of outside. the You know, you'd get some of those cheap little LED games, but I wouldn't quite call that a system. But my original color computer had cartridges that you could put into it and play mm-hmm. games on. So that was probably my first gaming experience was that because i had um i liked and i still kind of like <clears throat> if i got it up and played it they had a ping pong uh, or um um oh well, what's the one where you uh bust out type breakout well, they also had a breakout yeah they, they also had a pinball game on there too um mm-hmm. but yeah i think the the game boy would be my first uh what you call you know dedicated game system that i ever had who did you game with was it just your peers or did your parents have any kind of interest in it at all who me mm-hmm. uh no i mean uh I, I was i've always almost always done solo gaming i've never hmm. um played online i well, i shouldn't quite say that uh, my son was having trouble with borderlands so i think that was the first time well, no, I take that back. But he was having trouble, so I jumped in online with him and helped him through a tough level. What we have done in the house here before, though, when we had a network set up, we've played Age of Empires head-to-head. Um, and so that would probably be the closest. That and, like I say, uh, with uh, son and my son in Borderlands, that's probably the only online stuff I've ever done. Because, first of all, the older stuff – you you know you had to connect through telephone lines because you know we didn't have internet then, mm-hmm. um, so that was going to be tough. And now and nowadays it's you can do it, but I'm just not that good a gamer. I don't want to get my butt wet by a ten year old. So I'm picturing and television had two. It wasn't a joystick, but it was like a, it looked like a remote control. control. They had, were yeah, paddle, paddle controllers. Yeah. So it was designed to be played with either another person, one other person. Right. Or against the computer of the game. So I'm trying to think, like, how did that morph into, was Atari more of a single player? And Game Boy, these are these are single player games no. you play against the computer. You can't really we play played, with another person. We played two people Atari. We had an Atari yeah. 2600. Yeah, we did. Too. I still have mine. Um, right. Now, the Game Boy stuff, 
there was uh, there's a port on the side of it where you can hook a link cable, and if you both have the same game cartridge, oh, well, that's cool. You, you can play against each other. Um, later on, they did it uh, with the Game Boy Color. You could do it via infrared. You had to be kind of close together. Oh wow! So you could mm. do that. And Melissa, if you're thinking about it for your boys, you can get Game Boy a good Game Boy Color for usually twenty bucks. You know, and then the what, game. What they really want, well, it's predominantly Lucian. He wants a D, a three DS. He has a DSI, and he wants a three DS. So we've been no. on the hunt for one of those. No, tell him to wait. Oh yeah. Okay. Nintendo on Friday announced the new two DS XL. Oh. This thing is freaking awesome. I have a feeling that everybody in my house, all five of us, will end up with one. Hmm. This thing is beautiful. It plays every DS game released, all the hmm. way back from the original DS to the current stuff really? still coming out. You can use the same cartridge, the same yes. chip or whatever? Yep. Wow, that's cool. Yeah, and they're gonna, they release in July... And I think they're going to be $150 if memory serves me. But there's a video on YouTube Nintendo themselves put out showing the 2DS. Hmm. This thing is freaking amazing. And I really think it's it's a separation. What You know, Mike talked about his uh, Nintendo Switch that he got. He talked about that last week, which is drool-worthy in and of itself. But I think this is Nintendo's thing where they're starting to say, okay... For adult handheld gaming, maybe we'll put you towards the Switch, you know, because mm -hmm. that's a more expensive, more immersive, even more immersive type of situation. But if you want something that you can drop and not really worry about, get mm -hmm. a 2DS XL for the kids. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. You know, it's it, it's a clamshell design and everything, and it's, it's got a huge freaking screen on it. I mean, this yeah, thing. I've been so hesitant on letting him get a whole lot of games because he always wants to, you know, he gets tired of it and he changes his mind. And so that was my next question. My next question to you is with that whole Game Boy line that you have, can you put the same cartridges or the same chips in, in each successive hardware after N the next? No. Um, Game Boy games, the original Game Boy only plays the original Game Boy games. Uh, and the same thing for the Game Boy Pocket. Now, when you get up to the color Game Boy Color, you can actually play original Game Boy and Game Boy Color games. Then when you move up to the Game Boy Advanced, you can play everything in those as well. Game Boy, mm -hmm. pretty sure you can play Game Boy and Game Boy Color uh, in the Advanced. Then it starts, they start dropping off. You, know, you move forward one generation, they drop off. But again, like the games that I bought yesterday, the most expensive one I bought, cartridge, was $4.37. Mm. Mm -hmm. And I mean, it was just... I, Alicia, or Alicia, you're on mute, I think. Yeah, sorry about that. Um, how much were they originally? Those games? I don't remember. They yeah, the were little Game Boy cartridges? The, they were about 20 or $30, if I remember yeah, right. Yeah, I don't remember. Sounds about right. If I if I remember, all my, yeah, all my kids had them, had the Game Boys. Yeah, I don't. Um, I think the only game I've got, yeah, the only thing I've got in here right now is, is I've got Tetris itself. That's a that's a Game yeah, Boy cartridge. Yeah, so, we had that too. I just don't remember. It's been so long. Yeah, um, 
Well, yeah, I mean, this thing came out, the Game Boy came out in 1989. So, I mean, I was, you know, what, mid to late 20s at that point. So, but doesn't mean I can't, you know, live another childhood through this thing. I just, I just adore playing on this thing. I mean, it's, it's, it's amazing. Did any of you guys ever play with your parents? I'm just wondering if, if my generation is one of the first to have parents that started gaming with their kids. Like, what kind of um, games did you play with your parents? Not really. We were, no, we were the parents that played with the kids. We, okay. Board games, mm-hmm. my parents played with us. But, mm-hmm. right. but, but video, video games. Game, like when, I wonder when parenting and video gaming started being a thing. Because I, I have fond memories of it. My dad and I played that in television and all kinds of any kind of video kind of stuff. And then he played with my brothers and my dad has like, I don't know what you call it, like road rage for video consoles. <laughs> He's broken so many. They've, they've gone flying across the room. <laughs> Ooh, that we gets bought expensive. our Atari in 1982. Mm-hmm. I got my Atari in 80 Christmas for, I got it for Christmas in 1983. So I was already uh, over 20 years old at that point. But um, So you guys have all gamed with your kids then? Yeah, yeah, we do. Uh, Especially with the, everybody in the house has some version of a DS, I mean, and multiples in some cases, so they can link up, you know, it has its own little, like, mesh network, I guess, for lack of a better term, Uh, and they play together, especially when we're traveling, a lot of times they'll all play Mario Kart as we're driving down the road. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're getting ready to take our road trip, so I'm starting to think about what kinds of games they're going to take on the road. We've got the iPad, and yeah, got, I, he's got the DSi. I'm trying to think what else he has handheld. Yeah, there's... Well, I mean, I was looking... that After I get all these done, then I'm going to have to go back and collect all the variations and colors of all these, of course. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> of course. As one does. Uh, yeah, it, as as one does. Yes, I will on have the next a... Ep- on the next episode of Digital Hoarders... Kevin and his uh, Game Boys. Well, this leads into something else, too. I mean, and then I'm going to step up and start collecting the DSs that I don't have. Right. Well, and uh, before we get off of gaming, I wanted to give you, I had ordered Mario Kart 8. It was released uh, uh, Friday, and it was supposed to have been delivered by Friday. Amazon kind of screwed up, so it's not going to be coming till Monday. But then, so then they uh, said, you know, we're sorry we screwed up, so I got a $10 credit. Nice. Um, oh, yeah. Nice. And so I bought it, uh, you know, pre-ordered it through uh, Amazon with Prime. So I got a 20% discount, which brought it down to $47. And then I got $10 off. So in essence, I'm getting Mario Kart 8 for $37. Nice. Yeah, so, yeah that's, that's pretty, I mean, Mario Kart is probably one of my favorite. I'm big into racing games, uh, side scrollers. Um, Endless things, runners. Huh? Endless runners. I do like some endless runners, yes. But I do. I mean, I just love playing video games. Like it's like a second childhood, I guess. Because, like I said, the first video game system I had was a Pong. But then after that, my first handheld. This I doubt Melissa remembers these. The Mattel electronic football game. You all? Oh, I remember. I remember my friends and cousin. My cousins having them. Uh I mean, it was just the little red LED dashes that moved up and down the screen. So I, that was my first. I like handheld. light brights. <laughs> yeah, but I had that, and then I had some other purpose-built games, uh, usually from like uh, was it Tiger, whoever it was. They, they were like I had a poker game, I had um, a golf game. It was actually a Radio Shack game, but it was just an LCD game, 
and the little button that you hit to start it looked like uh, half a golf ball and, you know, stuff like that. I had a Did lot of those spend things. spend any time in arcades? Oh, way too much damn time in the arcades. <laughs> pinball at college. At our college campus center, we had pinball, but it wasn't the electronic kind. It was the, you know, the regular, we had this, the regular kind with the little paddles and other yeah. Sinbad. Well, well, there's one called Sinbad. That's the one we loved and spent many, many quarters. <laughs> well, my kids, especially my son, asked me about some of the games I played when I was younger. I said, well, what I used, to, especially when I had my first job out of high school, the uh, I worked in a town and the bowling alley had an arcade attached to it. So a lot of mm-hmm. time at lunch, I would uh, take, uh, you know, like maybe $10 in quarters. I'd never spent that much. Actually, I'd take $10 for the week. Uh, and I or maybe a couple of weeks, and I'd go over and play a game called Battle Zone, and it was a 3D wireframe tank game. That I was remember that one. That just oh, I played that all the time. Mm. What was yeah. that fighter game that was so popular? Oh, name it. There was Some tons street, of them. Street Fighter. Street like Fighter. Street yeah. Fighter. Yeah. 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 And then what was really funny is when I was over there playing Battle Zone, there was this guy there. He looked to be maybe just a you know, about four or five years older than me, dressed really nice in a sport coat and tie, and he was always playing Miss Pac-Man. You know, you know, all the time. And when I'd be in there, he'd be playing Miss Pac-Man. Well, fast forward about four or five years, and uh, I get uh, maybe six years. I get a promotion at work, and I leave working outside and go inside. And guess who it is? My <laughs> new boss is the guy Miss that I Pac-Man. saw. <laughs> so uh, how did you guys settle disputes sit down and play battle zone competitive battle zone uh, it, it was i mean he and, i mean and we're still friends to this day we've worked together for what 35 years now and we're you know we're we're still friends we still talk about video gaming but then because he was always playing pac-man i used to play a game called tempest i don't know if you remember that in the arcades oh. i yeah. played um Berserker, Space Invaders, Space yeah. Invaders, of course, Asteroids, Asteroids, Galaga was another Snapping. one I loved. Oh, and what was the one? Um, Burger Time. Is that oh. what it was called? Burger Time. I don't remember yeah. that one. Where you had to make the burger. That oh, one doesn't ring a bell. That must have been a New York thing. I remember <laughs> playing a, a dragon game in television, and I forget what it was called, but like Dragon Quest or you know something like that. I remember my dad would always say, you know, you had to look for clues along the way, and you didn't want to get slayed by the dragon. And so you'd see these uh, little trails and footprints and things like that, and then there would be these little dots, and we call it dragon poop. We're like, oh, there's the dragon poop. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I, I have such a fond memory of arcades because do you remember when Jaws was popular? Mm-hmm. There was an arcade game that came out for Jaws. And I remember not being tall enough to reach it. And so my dad, they had stools in yeah. in the arcade, kids mm-hmm. like me. And my dad would put me up on the stool and teach me how to play this Jaws arcade game, which was probably very gory and bloody. And my mother never would have approved. But this was the like <laughs> cool stuff that my dad and I did, you know. <laughs> yeah. no. Uh, and, and, and what was really nice was that, um, you know, we just on a whim, I decided to ride up there yesterday. It's about a... Uh, about a 45-minute drive each way to this gaming store. And uh, I, I, I told my son to come on and go. He said, yeah, yeah, I'm up for it. I'm up for it. Because um, he ended up buying, uh, last summer I bought that GameCube. So he ended up buying another game for our game, Nintendo GameCube that we have. And then he bought I forget, he bought a game for the Game Boy Color, but I forgot what it was now off the top of my head. 
But, um, you know, it was a blast. It's him and I bonding. We're, we're taking time. And, the, and and my daughters do the same thing. You know, we talk about it and laugh. I bought one game that my uh, one daughter's going to love to play because she's gotten into NASCAR. I bought uh, Bill Elliott's NASCAR Challenge. So, uh, you know. You going to play it with her? Well, I mean, I only have one cartridge, so it's kind of oh. we just <laughs> pass it back and forth and see who can kick whose uh-huh. butt. But, I mean, that's what we do. That's that's the spirit of it. We sit around and, you know, laugh and make fun of each other or, or you know, say, you know, give it, give the, you know, give it hell because you can't do something or I hit the turn. I tried to turn, you know. Uh-huh. Oh, <laughs> you know? I, I loved playing baseball with my dad on the, in television because I was really good at stealing bases and I just loved watching him get so worked up because I would steal bases. I, I just loved it. It was so yeah. much fun. Yeah, we used to play a lot of, uh, when I first got the Wii that we have, um, and folks, by the way, if you're ever interested in, if you have an original Wii, and I do mean an original Wii, the white ones, uh, I think we're the only ones that did it. I do it. have, one. I have uh, one. If you check on the side of it, see if it has a little door that flips down where you can yep, plug in a, GameCube. you can play GameCube games mm-hmm. in the original Wii. I have a black one that does that too. I didn't think the black one, any of the black ones did. Mm-hmm. I couldn't remember. Yeah, my black one has a door that flips up. I always wonder what those things are for, and I looked it up, and yeah, GameCube, yeah. but we don't have any GameCube games. And there's something else if you wanted to get for the kids, Melissa. GameCube are great graphics. I mean, they have some amazing mm-hmm. graphics, and those are, uh, they generally run from about $6 up to, unless it's a really desirable one like Luigi's mm-hmm. Mansion or something. It gets uh-huh. up around $30. It's got the Wii, Wii U version of that. Well, but I'm just saying, you know, mm-hmm. any, anything in between there, you could, um, you can really, you can get some bargains on them. Uh, the only thing that's not cheap right now in the retro gaming scene is the Sega stuff, because for some reason, Sega's the system that everybody's collecting for right now. Oh, we and, have that too. And they're mm. getting ridiculous prices. Not that there aren't some ridiculous prices being paid for some PS2 games and some Game Boy games. Um, what did I see? There was an N64 game, and it's escaping me right now. The cartridge, if it's in good condition, is selling for like about $180. Wow. And I'm going... Amazing. Maybe I should hold on to some of this stuff. <laughs> oh, yeah. Don't get rid of it. Don't get rid of it. I mean, hmm. plus it's fun. I mean, it's it's fun to go back and play it. I mean, mm-hmm. we still play my... Well, we haven't for a while because I didn't have anything to hook it up to, but I'm getting ready to get a place to hook it up. My original Xbox I got back in 2003. Yeah, in 2003, 2002. Um, we still play that. I mean, and we were playing it until I bought the 360 um, earlier this year, and I just hooked the 360 up to the real big TV, and I'm going to hook the original Xbox up to a smaller TV and set up a little gaming corner where we can play that, too. So... And those are games that we play head to head. Although I have to be careful playing with my kids because they immediately when we play, if it's if it's any more than one of my kids playing against me, they gang up to get rid of dad, <laughs> and then they go after each other. They will they will oh, work as a team funny. to kill me off. Or oh, that's funny. I mean, they, I'm lucky. I'm lucky. My my boys are sweet so far at the ages that they are. You know, my my special hell is right now is Roblox. You guys. Are you guys uh, 
familiar with or Robux? You know, Robux is the currency. Roblox is the it's a it's a I guess you consider it a PC game. It's something you download and install. It's free to to play it, but then there's currency involved, and uh. a lot of it seems to be very incentivized. Like you you play games, and and the kids create. This is the neat thing: the kids create the games. So Lucian's actually a developer right now and creating a game. And then if other, I guess it's peer to peer. So then if other people play your game, they give you, you know, thumbs up, thumbs down kind of a thing. And then they can buy your game with a game pass and then you make quote unquote money with it. It's It's got its own internal trading. currency system. Yeah. Yeah. Like trading. And uh, then you can buy things and the things that you buy are all things to customize. Like if you have a car, you can customize its paint job. You know, the, one of the things that you do a lot is customize your avatar. You get to buy a T-shirt or a hairstyle or a hat or, you know, cool sunglasses or, you know, earbuds or jeans or whatever to dress up your avatar. And then they have free shops. And that's what we did Easter Sunday. I We had like our little mini LAN party. <laughs> Lucian was on his laptop. I was on my new laptop in the middle. And then Keegan was on the other side of me on the iPad. And we were all playing this Roblox game. Because I wanted to learn about it, you know, because there's a there's a social network, there's a social media network uh, yeah. attached to it where they chat and stuff. So I wanted to check all that out and understand what all that meant. And I mean, they're, they could take it or leave it as far as the chatting goes. So I don't worry too much about it just yet. But it's something I need to keep an eye on. But uh, it's all you navigate this little, it's a role playing an RPG, I guess you, you navigate this this world and you decorate your avatar and make yourself look cool and stuff because everybody starts out looking the same, so you have to be able to identify yourself. But they were trying to teach me how to navigate, and I'm like, I'm lost, I'm lost, come back. <laughs> come help, mother. Having the kids, yeah, right. Just having the kids teach me how to. No, mommy, you have to press these. And oh, it's so funny watching watching them try to teach me how to play a game. <laughs> well, the, that you know, the funny thing about that too was when I got. Um, uh, got the the Game Boy yesterday, and we were walking back out and got in the truck. And my son says, "Dad, can I hold it?" Can yeah. I, I said, "Yeah." Aww. He said, "Can I put a cartridge in it?" I said, "It, it has no batteries in it." I know. I just wanted to. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and Lush. you know, he's a teenager, but uh, I'm thinking the same thing, Mike. Luscious. <laughs> <laughs> Did you look at your child? You're like, you're my child. Oh, the, <laughs> it's there's like a no, validating kind of a thing. Yeah, no question. Well, Melissa, it's funny. What I, you know, having three boys, the youngest always wanted to have and do what the older ones did. Uh-huh. So for his fourth birthday of four years old, four years old, I bought him a Game Boy because his brothers had Game Boys. Uh-huh. And here he is. I got this really cute picture of him laying on the couch playing. So it was, I don't even remember the name of the game. It was some Mario game. And I could play it until it got to the point where Mario had to jump from one mountain to the other. And every yeah. single time he would plunge into the abyss. Oh, well. Every single time. Finally, I got to the point of a four-year-old child. I would hand him the game and say, Sam, get me to jump over and then give it back. Oh. And then he would just go click, 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 and then he'd hand it here, mom. Oh, <laughs> oh. that's sweet. Four what? years old. It's amazing. Yeah, I mean, Keegan's only seven, and I watched him take off with this stuff. I mean, he just copies everything his brother does, and I can't believe the stuff that he can do in Minecraft and Mario. I mean, it's just amazing. It's like it's almost as if they're born knowing how to do it somehow. I don't know. I don't know how that happens. I mean, I know how it happens with me, and I and I can I I remember. I remember doing those kinds of things with my parent, with my dad, but I still watch my kids and just wonder, you know, it's just, it's amazing. It's amazing watching them play. Well, I I mean, to echo Elisa's thing, I got stuck in 
said Halo or Halo Two, and I hollered. I told my son, I said, "Come here, get get, get Dad past this." Uh-huh. He got me past. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, yeah, and like and like I say, I had the opposite problem because uh, my son was playing Borderlands, and he's at one of these tough bosses, uh-huh. and he and it is kind of tough, especially when. The first time through, because it's one of these games, you go a series, you play through the game like three times each level, getting a little bit more, a little more difficult, but you're also getting more points, more experience, and you're building your character more. And so the first time through, it is pretty tough. And this one was, you know, he's on the verge of rage quitting. You call it (laughs) bad. Get, get on, get on online i said i've never done this on steam before does you know, he, he text you from the game this. or <laughs> uh i think he t- called me on the phone and said dad get on here um <laughs> and like i said i had never really done like, dad, you know, online gaming dad i had an accident yeah. i got a splitter dad i need help with it. no it's like dad get down here i need help with this game <laughs> well you know the guy he's 20 uh, 26. Well, he's 27 now, 26 at that time. And so, you know, and I say he had to walk me through getting online, but then, and the thing was, I was at the next level up. So it was like being in God mode. I could just walk in there mm-hmm. and I got him past that, you know, cause it's getting, it is very frustrated. And right now I'm, you know, playing, got my game paused over there, got Borderlands <laughs> over there. And there's, there's the one particular end the game mob boss. It's just a Royal pain in the butt. And I just, I haven't quite rage quit, but it's like, I'm going to go do something else. Just walk away. <laughs> uh, yeah. But yeah, so I, I've had to help my son and there was probably times, but like I say, he had to get me online. I had to help him. So maybe it was a draw there, but you know, That's we, great cooperation. Well, you know, I remember one of the first games that I quote unquote, maybe you could say rage quit. I had to quit playing for a while and I showed a, a video of somebody playing the game to my kids yesterday. Do you remember leisure suit, Larry? <laughs> God. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, it, I had that, the PC version, I think. I, it's what I had to. It's all about trying to get lucky. Let's just put it that way. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I, I let my kids watch the video to a point. And uh, then I, you know, they're funny. teenagers, but. It's funny you say that because that's what my kids will do for hours. Like, we we don't have cable del- television. I mean, we have Netflix and sometimes Hulu and things like that. But my kids are thoroughly entertained. And, and this kind of bugs me a little bit because sometimes I try to watch and then I just get kind of disgusted. Like, oh, my God, how can you stand to listen to that? But they will just watch hours and hours of just video walkthroughs. There are YouTube stars out there that are their oh, yeah. peers that are, mm-hmm. you know, teenagers and young adults that make these videos and they make money, like buku money off of doing this stuff from sponsorships mm-hmm. and stuff. Oh, and yeah. That's what these kids do these days. And they'll just be fine watching hours and hours of these walkthroughs. No, and, I don't... and they learn, you know, how to play the games. Like, I mean, I say I'm amazed watching them play. Like, how do they get so good? Well, that's how, that's the answer. They watch these walkthroughs and get clues and stuff. I mean, a lot of it is their their own personal skill level that they adapt. But it's just amazing how resourceful these little kids are that they watch these videos and they, they pick up stuff from these YouTubers. Well, I don't, I don't watch a lot of the playthroughs as much as I watch, you know, learn about, the histories of systems and what's available, I guess, you know, try and learn what's out there. You know, I'll go back to this guy I was talking about metal Jesus rocks and he has a bunch of other people on his channel. He has, you know, women and men both that come on the channel and do things with him. And they, uh, you know, what are they playing? What do they like? What are they recommending? You know, so that I can go out and pick up a copy of it or something to try it. 
Yeah, it's almost like a try before you buy a resource. Yeah, because I, I don't want to watch it. A, I don't want to watch a whole playthrough because if I do that, then I'm probably not going to buy the game. Yeah. Um, there have been a couple games that I have watched uh, playthroughs, and I was like, eh, okay, well, I don't want to buy it now. Uh, right. You know, mm-hmm. and I mean, well, just the fact that uh, this month alone, I've burned through 313 gigabytes of data doing, I mean, well, oh, <laughs> I mean, our house has, let me say it that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's how much data we've streamed into the house, you know, using the internet mm-hmm. for various things and streaming stuff, mm-hmm. whether it's Netflix or whatever. So, but I got five people right. burning data. So, right, right. Well, that's and what I use, and sometimes I go on YouTube, like say if I get a particular to a part where I'm just getting a little frustrated or you have to find the secret place to get the thing that you're looking for, I'll do that. I don't necessarily do walkthroughs, but the things I like to watch, especially, you know, I'm a Borderland addict here. And they uh, there's a couple people that will do uh, top best guns in uh, Borderlands or top shields or, you know, they'll do some of those things that, you know, kind of list uh, things because there's lots of different weapons and shields and mods and stuff in this game. So uh, they'll go through and talk through a bunch of them or about why certain things suck or uh, the one guy I watch, uh, I think it's Vinelich Puma. Uh, he has, he hates rubber grenades or bouncing grenades. He that just torques them off beyond. And I kind <laughs> of agree with him too, but you know, so there are, They'll talk about the game. They'll talk about different things in the game. So I watch. I could get sucked into those for, a, I don't know if it's like hours on end, but I get sucked into them for a while. It's like, oh, yeah, that's kind of cool. Where is that at? And, you know, I try to make mental notes about where it is well, in the game. It's so like I can go product find reviews thing. and, you know, sure. it teaches oh, you yeah. to be an educated consumer, especially if there's something that, you know, like my kids, I mean, they've got to work for tour money. So if it's something that they're going to want to spend all their tour, tour money on, they they're going to want to know if, if it's something that's a value to them. So yeah. I commend them for doing it. I mean, there's, they're pretty good about telling me or, or knowing when there's inappropriate content. And, you know, I, I trust them for the most part, but there's times when I go in and I peek and see what they're doing and just check up on them. Well, again, I've got three teenagers, so little different story. Um, mm. You know, all in high school, uh, you know, so it's yeah, but mine are mine are going to turn into yours. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I mean, I have to do less filtering than mm-hmm. I used to, um, but I still do control. I mean, I do control the network. I am the mm-hmm. network god, mm-hmm. and just to make sure everybody gets a decent amount of sleep, all portable. I, I just all portable devices. Weeks, yeah, I killed, in the last couple of weeks, I've put parental controls on i didn't think i'd have to do it so soon but yeah because he's really sucked into it he's obsessed with it right now um, and it's understandable and it's natural but yeah i had to curb it a little bit i have all portable devices lose internet connection at 10 p.m that's it mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you get and uh all the shared computers they drop off at 10 p.m too nope mm. during the week it's amazing how much you can curtail just by cutting access to the internet isn't it yeah, <laughs> it's like the bloodline. <laughs> and and my oldest does, you know, uh, if she blows through too much data on her phone, say, like, well, you know, mom and dad paid you get we pay for so much data a month. You want more uh-huh. out of your yeah. pocket? I think I mean, it's I think it's a good thing. I mean, it teaches them a little bit did. of restriction. Yeah, yeah. So they're they're very they're cognizant of it. I guess is the best way to say it. So, but yeah, the video gaming thing has really taken off. I mean. We've had waves of it, and I don't know whether this is another wave or not, or maybe Dad's just going through his second childhood with buying all these handheld <laughs> gaming things. Because after Adventures I, in Kevin's midlife crisis. That's exactly it. 
And, uh, oh, God, if I'm in midlife, that means I'm going to live to be 110. Oh, shit. Oh, <laughs> i got to prepare better. Oh. Not midlife, maybe second life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and there's a whole other video game thing. Um, uh-huh. But I think after I finish with this, I'm going to move on to the uh, Sony handhelds because I've always liked the PlayStation Portable and the PlayStation Vita. So I think... Um, you know, probably by the time I get enough variants and stuff on the Nintendo side, Kevin will be sliding over to the PlayStation side, so I may need to get a bigger drawer upstairs to put the stuff in. <laughs> so we'll see. More more to come on that, but uh, I'm I, then I'll link. A, then you need an underground bunker to protect it all. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> From the zombie apocalypse. Exactly. That and all the tablets. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And the thumb drives. Um, anyway. <laughs> can't, but, really, can't forget the thumb drives. Yeah, that's true. And, and speaking of tablets, um, I posted something to the group a couple weeks ago, I guess. I, I've talked about the fact that I would like to, I like to keep my hands in the Android world as well as the iOS world. And I saw this come across Twitter. Alcatel, who is the same company that made my Android phone that I was using before I replaced it with, anyway before yeah that was real gooey uh, before uh that alcatel made that i see alcatel is going to be releasing a new android tablet running nougat um it's the uh alcatel a30 tablet it's a uh, i gotta get back over to the page now i believe it's a seven inch uh, tablet is what they're planning on releasing, and the eight price inch. and the price point. Oh, eight inch, yes. Uh, the price point they're thinking is going to be what a hundred and thirty bucks. That's right in there where I could probably buy one of these, and and you know, plus I'd get to fool around with nougat or nougat or however the hell you want to say it. And uh, I was always happy with my Alcatel phone. I mean, you know, wasn't the fastest thing in the world, but. At the time I bought it, what I paid for it versus the the uh, speed and the stuff of what it could do, it was great. But How I mean, this, many operating system iterations do you think it'll last with based on the hardware? Well, now that's the problem. Just like the, mm-hmm. um, just like the. Uh, Which is why and, I'm tempted, and I never, I just can never go Android because I've yeah. got this this piece of crap tablet that we're stuck with. That I mean, we can't upgrade it. Well, that's the same thing with my Android tablet that uh, the kids play with more than I do anymore now. Um, I can't, I can't, it's got, uh, what is it, Lollipop? Is that 5.1 or 5.0, mm-hmm. I mean? Jelly Bean. I get it mixed up. I have to think about it. But anyway, <laughs> um, candy. it's Android 5, mm-hmm. and I can't get it upgraded. Again, I didn't pay a lot for it. I wanted to play around with an Android tablet. I wanted a cheap tablet I could abuse. And that's kind of what I've done with this thing. And it's still ticking along, but again, it's only running Android 5. So, uh, But it can never be like a serious main squeeze because then you can't upgrade the security on it. So it really is just a play thing. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And the pre-show conversation just came back <laughs> in my head and I'm just not going to go there. Um <laughs> But yeah, no, it, it it can never be hey, that. Don't label it. Yeah, yeah, be careful what kind of label you put on it. Yes, it's got to be clear. Is it clear or white? Yeah. Poor <laughs> uh, Nate. Uh, but anyway, the clear uh, labels are usually wider. 
Dear God, I'm getting <laughs> control, Kevin. Control, <laughs> mellow out. For once, for once, I'm not the one torturing Kevin. This time, so. it's Nate killed. It's Kevin. Nate, yeah. <laughs> it's Nate killed Kevin exactly. But um, this, I mean, this tablet looks interesting. Like, say for a hundred and thirty dollars, um, I might be tempted when it gets released. Uh, it's saying it's going to come out in May, which, as we record this, is next month. Well, correct me if I'm Actually, wrong. Actually, it's tomorrow. Well, yeah. yeah. This, it says it's going to be sold through T-Mobile. So would you have to buy a plan? I don't know. That's, it's, it says, uh, I read something else somewhere, not this article, that said you may be able to get it, you know, just get it without yeah. having to buy it through T-Mobile. You could probably buy it directly either from Alcatel or buy it from Amazon. And the price would probably be slightly higher. I have a feeling that $130 price is being somewhat subsidized by T-Mobile. Right. So I, but T-Mobile, I also think is pretty good about, you know, I wouldn't have to necessarily have an account with them. I could probably just walk in the store and say, I want to buy it. Cause I know sometimes AT&T will, will tell me you can get a iPad, whatever mm-hmm. for, free for free or for $50 or something like that. But, but you have to put it on your plan. Uh-huh. It's like, I don't right. want to do that. Yeah. And then I don't know, I wonder what the catch is. Like, then you have to have it on your plan for how long? Because then it used to be that you could pay as you go. It's probably two years like it used to be for the yeah, phone. Yeah, right, because that's how they subsidize it. Yeah, I, and, and that's usually the way it works. I've known too many people that have done that, and then they're going, this thing's costing me a fortune and uh-huh. I never use it. It's like, yep. I tried to tell you that in advance, you know. Uh-huh. But well, I think they only charge you... Ten dollars a month, if I'm not mistaken, but still, that's ten dollars that you don't want to spend. Exactly. Not so, only that, if you do decide to cancel it, then the the cancellation fee is really exorbitant. Right, and then you end up having to pay f- for the iPad, mm-hmm. or yep. in Kevin's case, the tablet, possibly. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. or maybe Amazon will offer it. Yeah, that's what mm-hmm. that's what I'm thinking. I mean, because like Mike got his unlocked phone, and I bought that one for my oldest uh, unlocked uh, phone those Motorola phones, I've actually also considered they have uh, Alcatel, I forget which model of the phone it is, they now sell on uh, Amazon Unlocked, It's a f- and it's running Nougat. It's, uh, for Amazon Prime, it's $59. Wow. You know, so for $59, I could get it and play around with Nougat. You know? Hmm. You know, for that price, I can do what I've done with some of the other old phones that we've had around here. I just converted another one into being an iPod, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, just put take the SD card, fill it with music for some of the kids. They're just as happy as heck. I mean, they don't care that it doesn't have cell service or or even That's network. That's what our kids do. They have old iPhones, and when, they, when we're driving around, they just connect to our iPhone as a hotspot. Oh, I don't even do that. I just... I. I don't or, need depending on where we go, they can use pop ups Xfinity. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I they don't connect to anything. The one I just did was an old LG phone, uh, and uh, my one child was just happy as heck just to have a, a better MP3 player. You know, better than the little like thumb drive type U, uh, USB stick looking one that 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 was before. So I mean. I mean, I can always find uses for these old devices. Um, so I just reset it, wiped it clean, because it had been my f- cell phone at one point. And mm-hmm. it's, 
they're happy as hell with those sort of things. Reduce, not reuse, repurpose. That's right. So, not a problem at all there. But yeah, this this tablet, it looks interesting to me. I, I don't know. I mean, it'd be curious to see. I won't, you know, it's not a day one device that I'm going to get. But it's uh, unlike the uh, 2DS XL that could end up being a day one or week one device for me. Um, this this is be something I'm going to keep an eye on. Might end up on my Christmas list. You never know. We'll have right. to wait. We'll just have you to might wait have to lower your uh, weekly limit for our play money. No. the uh, <laughs> <laughs> I tried. I tried, guys. I tried. <laughs> no, no. We have ways of making you spend the money you do not have. Anyway. <laughs> um, yeah, I lost my whole train of thought there, Melissa. You just... Shot me right out. My work here's done. It was a short train anyway. (laughs) It was a short train, only one piece of track. Um, So I think with with that, we'll move on to our, our, unless you guys have anything else, we'll move on to our picks for this week. And I hear lots of brains rattling in your head. So we'll we'll start out with, we'll go top to bottom in the spreadsheet. And yes, Mike, you're number one with me too. Yeah, there we go. So, so Mike, you want to talk about what you picked for this week? And just so the listeners know, because I get criticized for this occasionally, I set the limit for between $1,500 and $2,000 this week. And I fudged a little bit because it's two things, but they work together. And it just so happens that it kind of fits in with the theme that we've had here so far, because uh, we really don't plan this out a whole lot in advance. But um and I suppose I went and closed the stupid windows. Um, here, but uh, it's a uh, uh, it's a gaming laptop. It's a Razer. Why is the damn thing not opening up? <laughs> yeah, um, it was giving me problems here earlier too. But it's a Razer uh, laptop, and it's a um, oh, what do they call it? The uh, the ultra thins or whatever. Um, Ultrabook. Ultrabook, there we go. Yeah, here we go. Now, for some reason, the link from there wouldn't open. So uh, I start out with the uh, Razer, um, what do they call it? You know, uh, Razer Blade Stealth. It's a 4K touch uh, laptop with 512 gigs of, I think it's SSD memory to it. So that comes in at $1499. Uh, and so. Um, you totally cheated for this. <laughs> well, not entirely. Because <laughs> the thing I think that makes it neat is that. You get to the next part here, and that is the, uh, they call it the core. Um, so that plugs in to your laptop here, um, and that provides uh, through US, uh, through Thunderbolt 3. And so you can plug graphic cards in there. So if you want to play, do high-end gaming, you plug this in. And then you hook it to your monitor and your TV, uh, however you're doing it. And so you can play high-end games on there. You don't have to be stuck with the onboard graphics on the laptop. And I just and that is at um, $500. So it comes in at what 19 something. Comes in within the price range. Um, and it also because it's uh, basically a dock. So you put your graphic cards in there. What all does it do? Um, Aerial features. Uh, plug and play Thunderbolt 3 supports compatible AMD and NVIDIA cards, four USB 3.0 ports. Um, they're doing things to try and distract me, but <laughs> you know, I'm not. Um, and so you plug it in there so it's you can add on to it. So, like I say, it's a gaming uh, Ultrabook. 
that uh, and it's got a the book the uh, laptop itself has got an i seven um, oh. uh, specifications. Um, so it's uh, the uh, the screen is a twenty six uh, twenty five sixty by fourteen seventy screen. Yeah. Um, or no, I got to get the right one here. It's a thirty eight forty by two uh, twenty one sixty screen. Uh, it's a, a twelve Intel Core i five, isn't it? Well, I uh, to get the, the within oh, the, price the price range. Oh, the price up. Oh, okay. I went with the i seven. There's a little uh, one terabyte uh, or the five twelve. Five twelve. So that's fourteen ninety nine. Okay. Yeah. So twelve and a half inch uh, screen display. Um, yeah, Core i seven with uh, uh, threading Dolby sound. So like I say, it's it's a gaming. Ultra book, but you plug it in, and it sounds like it would be since you plug you know your own uh, video cards in there. It sounds because that's usually the thing that holds a lot of gaming laptops back is the the video card in there. So you can plug by plugging this uh, dock in, you can put your video cards in there, and it looks like you should be able to have a full gaming experience at home and have a portable experience to take with you. Hmm. Mike's all about being portable. Uh, yes. You know, I got to keep my packages mobile. That's it. <laughs> Mr. Rusty Package, as we know him. <laughs> he likes to switch. That's it. He's vice versa. <laughs> wow. Clear- Clearly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Clearly. Yes. Yeah, I have clear goose, so there you go. Oh. That just means you're healthy. <laughs> yep. Oh dear! Well, physically healthy, mental is up for uh, up for debate right now. Yeah, for me, it's not. It's not mentally unhealthy. There's there's no way around. So, for a change of pace, we'll jump down to Elisa and and her choice for today. Okay, <clears throat> like Melissa, trying to find something this price range was not easy, but I did find something. It is $1,800 on sale right now. Regular price, $3,000. And it is a Kenmore 23.9 cubic foot French door bottom freezer refrigerator with grab and go door. Nice. So you can grab the goo out and just go. That's right. When we first moved into this house, we had the previous owners left the refrigerator and it was a side by side. And it had that grab and go door, which is really good because... If it's good for uh, like ketchup, mustard, all the goo, all the gooey stuff, <laughs> all the gooey condiments, and it's nice. You don't have to open up the whole refrigerator. And this refrigerator has the same type of thing, so I thought that was kind of cool. And what I do like about these, at first, when I first saw French door refrigerators, I didn't like them, but I know a couple people that have them. One thing I do like about them is you open both doors at the same time and it's just mm. one big area hmm. so you if you have, have to, you can open the left or the right you can open one or the other mm-hmm. but the nice thing is if you have like say um a large platter that doesn't fit on one side on a side by side oh it'll fit or like when you're Ooh. defrosting a turkey at thanksgiving huh. it'll fit so it those are not over in the center yeah so when you open it, it oh. i was to say isn't it divided no no, this is because weird. the freezer is on the, the bottom. Oh my yeah. gosh! Wow. See, freezer minus the 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 oh, door so and the ice maker. That's basically what we have: is a French door side by side bottom freezer. That, uh, yeah. We bought that because my wife wanted that because 
freezer on the bottom because you don't get in the freezer that often. And it's got the, uh, the French doors so you can pull open. So you do have that big area where you can get stuff mm-hmm. into it. Or if you want to pull just one side open, reach in and grab the milk, you don't have to open up both doors uh, to do that. This is like the ultimate goo fridge because you can put yeah. all kinds of goo on the left and the right. Right. Mm-hmm. Now, I wish ours was like this with the, you know, like I say, basically there's two doors on one side. You can pull the one door open. Yeah, there's yeah. your juice and your uh, your sauces and everything. You can pull it open the rest of the way and you got your refrigerator behind it with everything else in there. Um, but this one picture confuses me because it looks like it op- like the right door opens up and split. Yes, it does, because that's, that's the crazy. That's the grab and go door. Yeah. Oh, yep. that's crazy. That is so cool. So that, like I said, for the things that you use more yeah. often, so you don't uh-huh. have to open the entire refrigerator. That was good. We liked that. And then when that mm-hmm. refrigerator died, we ended up getting just normal side by side, and that's all we've had since then. So, well, <laughs> grab and go too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, grab and go. But uh, you know, we will. There's we, your title, <laughs> grab and go goo. <laughs> yeah. Good for grab and go goo. There you go. Um, when we went to get a new fridge a few years ago, we were going to get something similar to this, but unfortunately, when we started doing the measuring, mm-hmm. all that these fridges good. are just a little yeah. too big without me yeah. taking out a cabinet. Right. That's the problem well, with these: is that they're larger. Mm-hmm. Well, and you see, ours was, we were half an inch off getting it under our cabinet. Well, our cabinet had um, a little ledge there. So I just took that off, took it to the ag shop at school, used the uh, table saw to um, just trim that off there. So then we were able just to, just to slide it in. Huh. And it just slid in real smooth. And now I'm just trying to kill Kevin. <laughs> 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 I just had to trim a little off and it just slid right in. I was shaking my fist when I saw the list that Elisa had gotten this first and picked a refrigerator because just this weekend, Nate had to troubleshoot our fridge because it wasn't cooling. It like Stuff was melting in the freezer. We're like, what the hell's going on? And he had to take it out and clear all the dust bunnies off the back. <laughs> well, off the condenser coil. Uh-huh. Yeah. And that's what fixed it. We actually have a reminder now set for every three months to pull out both fridges and oh. and clean them. Uh, the one up, the big one upstairs, and then the little one that's in the uh, uh, utility room here behind me. Because uh, we have <laughs> three two months. Of them. This has been like here for three years. <laughs> oh no, we because the uh, one upstairs will start to get a little noisy if we don't do it. I mean, you can oh. tell it's working just a little bit harder. Yeah, uh-huh. not a lot, but just a little bit. So. So yeah, we set a reminder for that. Well, after those two picks, I'm <laughs> going to pick something that I'm being, I guess, altruistic is the word, or maybe just being a good parent. One of the computers that my kids share is, ha- I mean, I talked about, I think we talked after the show, the trouble I was having with my Mac Mini. You know, it's you know from 2007, but geez, come on, thing, keep working. Um mm-hmm. So I decided this week, if I could, I would get the kids a brand new 21 and a half inch iMac. And, You're good daddy. <laughs> and I picked the uh, quad core i5, uh, bumped the RAM to 16 gigs, and then put a, a one terabyte fusion drive in it. I'm not paying for an SSD, but I would, will pay for a fusion drive. And that could be a computer they could share and play games on and do stuff like that. And, um, you know, just... Just do different things like that. I'm not going to buy it for them, but 
you know, I would if I had the extra cash. <laughs> well, well, I was your your gonna, play well, money purchase gets the Mac Mommy seal of approval. Oh, thank you. Thank I was just going to ask, what kind of games are they going to play on there, though? Because that's been one problem. <laughs> well, Mac and gaming, because they don't, uh, they're not putting, you know, real heavy-duty graphic cards in there anymore. So, well, the the game that we played a lot with, even with the Mac Mini, that it still will, is uh, a game uh, got out of the App Store called uh, Sky Gamblers. It's a uh, World War II flight simulator, and. Uh, my my kids will play with me and say, "Okay, Dad, let's play a cooperative mission." I said, "Oh no, we're playing mm. versus," you know. <laughs> and they'll go in and they'll pick what really gets them is they'll go in and they'll pick like because uh, they have some of the planes that never really uh, fought much during World War II, like the Japanese had a jet that never really went into production, or the Germans had the uh, one jet that they did put into production, which is the model of it escapes me right now. Or they'll pick the uh, uh, what was the American jet that came out right after the war that never saw combat? I can't remember it now. But they'll pick those. Oh, we can get dad with that. You know, and I'll I'll pick, you know, like a Stuka or if I'm playing on the Germans or a Zero or something, and I'll blow their ass right out of the sky. And then they'll realize <laughs> why those planes never finished production in the first place. No, they'll realize dad knows more about flying than <laughs> they do. <laughs> and more about fighter tactics than they've read up on, so... But yeah, so yeah, that would be a game we could play over, play that way. Or there are probably a few others, but it would give them something else because they get ticked off at their Chromebooks sometimes, and they want you know a real computer, as they'll say, to use. And then they get ticked at it, and then they don't want to touch any of them. But yeah, that's beside the point. So that's my pick for this week, Melissa. What do you have for us this week? Well, in the spirit of of keeping together with the whole gaming thing, I picked a TV. A 65-inch 4K Ultra HD Smart LED TV, to be exact. And it comes in, it even says, this is, confuses me, it says used, it comes in at fifteen ninety seven ninety nine. So just a little bit over the price point there, but I don't know, it looks pretty well, damn sweet. You could go all the way up to 2000 so you're okay. Mm-hmm. So. It's a 65-inch, though. How sweet would that be? Well, it depends on how clear its label is on it, so... Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and it's and it's and it's a curved TV. Oh, and it's a and it's a 4K. So mm-hmm. uh, because I've got my Nvidia Shield upstairs, which is able to do 4K streaming, and if I had the you know the right hardware, 4K gaming, I could stream from the computer to that. So um, Mike needs to, to improve his hardware. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's getting a little rusty, but anyway. Um, <laughs> That would be kind of cool to have a 4K TV, watch 4K video, and do 4K gaming. I thought about it, but it's like, yeah. I mean, I'm fine with the TV we got. Yeah, um, I'm not that super picky yeah. about TVs, but no. I mean, if we no. had Play Money, yeah, I would totally go sure. for Oh, Play Money, this. certainly, yeah. Oh, yeah, Play Money. That's that's the whole point of this. This is Play Money. As geeks, what would we like to buy? So, And you can be a geek about just about anything. Well, folks, that's going to wrap us up for this week. I hope you've enjoyed the show. We'll go around the virtual table and let everybody out. I'll start to my left. Miss Baselli, would you like to tell the folks where they can find you? Certainly. I am at... I think I killed Kevin now. <laughs> I gotta go take my heart pill now. <laughs> okay, I'm at Sensei Dai on Twitter. 
You can also find us on 3geekyladies.com with the number three spelled out, which is the podcast I do with Vicki Stokes and Suze Gilbert. And we released episode 102 yesterday, which we talk about road trips. So apps and websites we use before, during, and after we take a trip. Very nice. I can't wait to hear that. tune into that. Melissa, you're in the center of the table right at the moment. I never know where I am, but I'll just take your word for it. (laughs) You can find me online just by searching for the Mac Mommy, all one word, uh, no spaces, T-H-E-M-A-C-M-O-M-M-Y. I don't know why I have to spell it out, but I do. Uh, I have a website, themacmommy.com, and I play around on Twitter. So just look for me there and you'll find me. I also do, uh, recently I started a podcast with David Ginsburg called In Touch with iOS, and we recently recorded episode five, and I'll have that out shortly, so tune in. Yay. Uh, very good. And Michael, where can people acquire your taste? <laughs> uh, if you want to acquire my taste, God help you. But anyway, if you do want to hear what I have to say, <laughs> um, you can find me on Twitter at DSC Chipman. I have my about.me page at about.me slash Mike McPeak. And then I might as well throw in my podcast through Sci-Fi Tech Talk. Um, it's been a little bumpy. We're starting to get back on track. I think um, uh, Julie's going to release an episode here soon. And um, there's one episode. Uh, she's trying to edit it. We had recording difficulties um skype was being a pain we tried something different so you could hear julie and jeff you can't hear me which probably improved the podcast uh but anyway she's gonna play around with it edit it we'll see what happens she may release it soon but you know look out for that and like i say we're we're in the process we're just uh it's been a transition period for some of us here so we're we're working through it we're gonna get it figured out and we'll be back on track here soon so yeah yeah Single well, tra- yeah, and you check that out at scifitechtalk.com. And one of the good things about the show, I've, I've mentioned it on here before with Mike, uh, mm. since it's it's not, all of it's not timely, so going back in the back catalog, it's not like some of the stuff we talk about where it's more, you know, more... It's evergreen. Yeah, it's, mm-hmm. it's yeah. evergreen yep. goo. It's very... Yep. Uh, As opposed to clear or white. Yeah, <laughs> right? sure. Yes. But we need it's, to label it correctly. Yeah, so you got to label it like, yeah. Have uh, you done Stranger Things yet? Have you talked about Stranger Things yet? No, we haven't. To? I don't know. We'll have to see. I guess, yeah. I mean, it's, it's science fiction is some of the stuff we've done. Um, we have a list of things, and you know, we're trying to we uh, trying to get some audio books in there. We're trying to do some other things. Uh, and okay. we're trying to switch it up agenda. once in a while. Yeah, we got a plan figured out. So especially like audiobooks, we need a little lead time on that. Uh, mm-hmm. But we got a, you know, like I said, we got a plan. We jump around a little bit. We did, um, what was it, Trip to the Moon from 1917 a few weeks ago, uh, mm-hmm. probably about a month ago at this point. Yeah. And we switched it up, try to do some audiobooks, try to do movies, uh, TV shows. So we try to get a variety of things and just keep it. So we're not always doing one thing and we're trying to – so the the – one recorded today, which will probably be released, she's got like a backlog of three, was Space Warriors, which was a teenage sci-fi movie about kids that saved the International Space Station. Hmm. We, you know, had comments about it. So, you know, be patient, wait for that one to come out, see what we have to say. We were not always the kindest, but, you know, we try to be honest with our opinions anyway. Yeah. Like I said, go back. You can go into the back catalog if you haven't done it, folks, and have a listen. If you do want to find out more about me, most of my musings and 
inappropriate or appropriate comments are on Twitter at twitter.com forward slash B-I-G underscore I-N underscore V-A. And I clearly label those comments. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and if, if you want to find links to some other stuff I may have done or crimes I may have committed in the past, you can go over to about.me forward slash Kevin Alder. If you want to find out more about the show, folks, go over to geekiestshowever.com. Uh, and you can feel free to send us feedback if you want to leave clearly your, label it, please. Yes, make sure it's very clearly labeled. Uh, <laughs> it helps Melissa a lot. Um, <laughs> and uh, if you want to give us reviews or comments that are clearly labeled in in iTunes, that's always helpful because it does help the show get discovered. And we do appreciate all those that have done that to, to this point in time, folks. Again, I hope you've enjoyed it as much as we've been silly tonight and jumping around. But uh, we certainly hope you've enjoyed the show as much downloading and listening as much as we've enjoyed bringing it to you. And please remember, if you do nothing else between now and next week, don't forget to hug a geek. Here we go! Curious about Nintendo? Well, check out the Nintendo Club podcast. This podcast is done twice a week. We dive into all things Nintendo. We dive into retro. We dive into current games, what we're playing, what cool Nintendo news is going on. Check it out here at the Spotlight Network, the Nintendo Club podcast. We broadcast this live out every Sunday evening starting at 8 p.m. Eastern. Check out the NintendoClubPodcast.com website for more information. <laughs>